you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Well, hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big tent, the big the big circus in the sky of the Chris Voss Show family. I'm not sure why I'm using a circus tent comparison because we don't have elephants. We don't have lions, tigers, or bears. Even Toto, too, is not with us. So uh, those <laughs> Gen Zers right now are going, what's that reference? Anyway, guys, uh, welcome to the big show. We certainly appreciate you guys. Hey, our downloads have been blowing up lately. I've uh, been seeing a lot of tags on our uh, Bitly links uh, and stuff like that. So thank you very much for sharing the show. We really appreciate you guys that do that. Uh, I must have I must have shamed people with that joke we did about how uh, the Chris Voss show is a giant MLM and you have to have five people in your download. I was just kidding, people. That's a joke. We're not really an MLM. And if you're expecting checks, well, you're not luck. Anyway, uh, <laughs> further show to your family, friends, and relatives. Go to YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss, Goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss. Um, the LinkedIn, the LinkedIn newsletter has been blowing up too. The LinkedIn finally made the newsletter, uh, people's newsletter on LinkedIn public. So you don't have to be a connection of mine on LinkedIn to be able to read the amazing newsletter that we have over there. And, of course, it features the podcast guests that we have on this amazing show. If I say amazing one more time, sue me or not. That do what you want. I don't know. It's I'll, I'll do what I want. It's my goddamn show. If I want to say amazing, call it the Amazing Chris Voss Show. Maybe I should rename it. I'll do that. I'll do what I want because that's how I roll. And today I've done what I want. I've invited an amazing author and artist, musical artist, on the show. Uh, he is the author of the book Side Hustle and Flow: Ten Principles to Live and Lead a More Productive Life in Less Time. Because that's what we do in the show. We make you smarter, and everyone knows that if you're smarter. You're sexier to the to whatever sex uh, you might be attracted to or they're attracted to you. So uh, this will make you smarter and you'll glow. You'll get a, like a glow. Uh, a gl a Cliff, are you going to help people glow today? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, we're going to grow up and we're going to glow up. All the same we're going to glow up. All right. I love this. Uh, Cliff Beach is on the show with us today. He's the author of the aforementioned book. He's also a musician. So we're going to learn a bit about music and stuff. He's been performing live for more than 20 years. <clears throat> His single... Confident is featured on Spotify, all funked up, and funk drive playlists with over 850 plus streams. He is the host of the Deeper Grooves podcast and Deeper Grooves on 885FM. Uh, Beach is the author of the Side Hustle and Flow, as we mentioned before, the new book, and chronicles his musical journey while still working at day job. He's written exclusively, exclusively, if I can learn to say that on Monday, for Beauty Tap. Pepperdine and Rockstar Life. Welcome to the show, Cliff. How are you? I'm great, Chris. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm sorry to put the I'm sorry to put that pressure on you. Make a make everyone glow today, but uh, I don't. Know, you seem like the kind of guy who can probably pull that off. I don't know. If anyone can, I think I have a good handle on it. There you go. It's it's Monday Glow Day. Maybe I'll declare that as a, a national holiday or a weekly thing we'll do on the Chris Fox Show. So, Cliff, uh, give us your dot coms wherever you want people to find you on those interwebs, those giant pneumatic tubes in the sky. Definitely. Well, they can find me for the book at sidehustleandflow.net. They can find my music at cliffbeastmusic.com or my record label, California Soul Music, at californiasoulmusic.com or 
for the radio show at thesocalsound.org. There you go. So what? Uh, tell us a little bit about you, your upbringing, what got you into music, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, well, I am originally from Washington, D.C. I grew up playing music in church and in school. Uh, I graduated very early at 16, went off to conservatory at Berkeley College of Music mm -hmm. in Boston. I graduated at 19 before I could drink legally, but now I'm sober. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it just was always a mutual love of music. I come from a huge extended family where <laughs> my family actually, they were part of creating their own church. And it's, it's kind of a hybrid of Christianity and Judaism. It's called uh, Hebrew lights, but essentially they outlawed musical instruments. So oh. my family is very versed at singing very uh, intricate acapella music, all vocal music. And so I grew up, everyone singing, swapping parts. I probably come from a family of about 300, 270 are amazing singers. I would say I'm probably not even the best singer within my family, but one of the only ones that does it professionally outside of uh, the church realm. So I tried to bring elements of that into the stage. I never wanted to be on a pulpit, but I did want to be on the stage to be able to to give people that infectious joy that comes from very jubilant, upbeat, call and response type music. And I've been very fortunate to be able to do it for over 20 years and uh, foray that into radio, into podcasting, into being um, a music director and band for a television show on Discovery Channel with Josh Gates tonight. And so, uh, yeah, I just put one foot in front of the other, and that's kind of how the book came along as well. There you go. And and you talk in the book about this. Uh, you were on American Idol, and something happened. Give us a lowdown on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, like everyone else, uh, I moved to L.A. in 2002. In 2003, I was on American Idol, went through multiple rounds. Uh, what they don't show you is that, obviously, there's a bunch of rounds that happen before you actually hit TV. So when people are like, oh, I didn't make it on TV or whatever, that's actually like four rounds in. So I made it through all the preliminary rounds. Producers loved me. Then the executive producers loved me. And then when I finally got to Simon, Randy, and sadly, no Paula, for reasons unknown, um, <laughs> uh, they, they subbed in Ryan Seacrest. And so I did not make it past. I feel if I had Paula in my pocket, Simon was on board, which is crazy, out of everyone. He liked me. And it was Randy who was on the fence. And then Ryan Seacrest who, who threw the veto in, which would seal that deal. But it was okay. I, I realized very quickly that I did not want to be a reality TV star. I wanted to just do music. And it's actually better sometimes to, uh, to get kicked out of something because it forced me to grow up and glow up very quickly. There you go. And you can at least get, you know, you can at least say, Hey man, I, I, I gave it a shot. I gave it my best shot. I was there. And, and uh, doesn't Randy do country music? Am I thinking of the right guy? Uh, that's a different Randy. I think Randy was Mariah Carey's musical director. Oh, well, I mean, Mariah Carey music, I mean, that explains everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Metallica fan, so I, I can't. Ah, and I, I, and I actually have, yeah, and I actually have issues with Mariah Carey and her paella, if you understand the old uh, oh, wow. MCA days and what went on with that. One of my favorite bands, uh, Kansas, was putting out uh, just one of the greatest albums ever, would have been one of the greatest albums ever. And, and the, was, it, was it MCA? The MCA CEO was uh, having an affair, and and uh, I think he married up uh, Mariah Carey, yeah, and did. so he literally cut off all marketing for any new albums coming out, and they just bought Paola for Mariah Carey, and that's the reason she's a star. Uh, they just bought all the radio stations that was pay to play, and that it, it was actually prosecuted by the Justice Department, I believe. Um, or yeah. investigated. So that, that's my issue with Mariah. I mean, she she makes nice music. I mean, it's okay. Of course. But, 
but payola, I'm just, I'm just trying to give you some shade to throw it, whatever, but I'll throw it. <laughs> yeah. You. Well, NASA just keeps making all that money off the Christmas. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that damn Christmas. Yeah. We should probably send her back to wherever she came from just over that Christmas song alone, but that's me. <laughs> Bah humbug. Anyway, uh, so uh, t- what type of music, what genre do you uh, do with your music? Uh, yeah, I do funk, soul, R&B music with a 10-piece band based in Los Angeles. And uh, we're going to do a foray also into jazz this year. So uh, it's nice to have nice. a lot of uh, organic instruments, you know, not electronic, not beats, but real mm-hmm. musicians playing, you know, with heart and soul. And so you, you sing. Uh, what other instruments do you do? Uh, I play keyboard as well, and I'm endorsed by Nord Keyboards, so the red keyboards, if you ever see them uh-huh. on stages across the world, uh, I'm always in red and black, but yeah, I, I've, I've played piano since I was five years old, and oh, wow. organ, clavinet, I have a Rhodes, so very vintage, I think my Rhodes is a Mark II 1979 edition, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't, uh, you can't emulate the real thing. Mm. The, so you, uh, you wrote a book. Uh, you talk about some of your stories, some of your journeys, and things like that. Give us some tease out on what's inside the book. Yeah, I mean, I had the pandemic. This is my big pandemic project. I knew since music was shut down, I needed to do something with my life. Um, and I had actually been doing music online during the pandemic. We got picked up by CNN. And so uh, during that time, I was like, you know, I just want to condense my ideas. Obviously, doing anything within the arts is very difficult. And I feel like it's almost impossible to just be a starving artist, especially in a city like LA. So I wanted to give people the opportunity to understand that you can work to to make money to live and then also still work on your passion project. I think a lot of times people have this misnomer that I have to do one or the other. Like if I'm not a starving artist, then I'm not a true artist. Or if I take a nine to five or something else, then then that's you know taking away from my art, which is not true. I think you can do everything. You can't do it all at once, but it's better to do a little bit of something towards your goal every day, baby steps mm-hmm. and incremental changes than to do nothing. And I feel like if you have an all or nothing approach, then people do the latter. They end up doing nothing. And then we don't get those songs or those books or those podcasts or those ideas out there that only you can give because you've, you've given up on even making a little niche for yourself. There you go. There you go. I mean, that's that's really way, the way to do it and everything and uh, all that good stuff. And it's available on hardcover. Uh, do you anticipate coming out with the paperback anytime soon? Yes, paperback should be rolling out uh, momentarily, probably tomorrow. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then Audible audiobook is out uh, oh, nice. last month. Yeah, so all the versions will be out. Kindle version is out at the end of last year. So I'm excited to have it in the four major formats you know i looked at your book on amazon as well so congratulations to you i mean obviously building this huge following and and really just promoting thought leaders and ideas i have a high respect for for anyone getting their dreams out there there you go there you go uh so uh what's the future hold for you what are you working on for your future stuff Uh, and and do you have are you are you doing the album thing or the song thing on spotify how do you produce your music and publish it that's a good question. So I have my own record label, California Soul Music. I've put out my music and a handful of other artists that I like in California the last, probably since 2017. Uh, right now, I do have a label in, in Denver that's interested in putting out one of our soul records. So we're in the process of mixing a new soul record, 11 songs, 10 originals, one cover. And then I'm also doing my first jazz record uh, wow. with, a, with a whole new rhythm section band. 
And uh, that has 13 songs doing an Ella Fitzgerald tribute album, uh, essentially, but really a tribute to the Great American Songbook, great writers, just, uh, you know, timeless music. And so I'm very excited to be doing that. It's a stretch project for me, um, you know, really having to, you, you know, you have the chops, but you have to always constantly be pushing the needle forward, doing something different, getting out of your comfort zone, because that's where all the growth really happens. And so I try to always, with every project, do something different so that I don't get bored or I don't become stagnated. So I'm super excited about both of these records, which will take up primarily most of the years, shopping them around before releasing. But uh, that'll be, you know, at least 24 new songs coming out within the next year or so. There you go. There you go. Well, that should be exciting to have. Uh, can you tell us the name of the new album yet? Or is it, is it, is it ready to go? Or is it, is it uh, going to be yeah. Well? yeah, it's ready. So the soul record is called Beach, Please. <laughs> uh, play on my name. And then, uh -huh. uh, and then the jazz record is called You Showed Me The Way, which is the title track. And with one of, uh, it was actually Ella Fitzgerald's first co-written song that she did. Mm -hmm. And Billie Holiday, a very young Billie, Billie Holiday did it first before Ella. So it's exciting to be able to show. And she was very adept at doing these songbook series from the 50s with Norman Grants and Verve Records. And so they would pull back all these original verses that got cut out of songs. So we did that for this song too, really paying a, a true homage to uh, the many layers of greatness that I feel Ella, who has never had a biopic because I don't think anyone can play her easily, um, but she should. And so I'm, I'm excited. And men don't normally tribute women in this way, typically. Um, so it's exciting to be able to show it. You know, women will tribute you know male songwriters or male singers often more so there you go there you go man uh well this has been pretty interesting anything more you want to tease out on uh future works or the book or whatever else you're working on yeah well i mean we have our podcast deeper grooves that's currently in season five so we're releasing that on tuesday through march uh super excited we talk with you know people who have won grammys been nominated for grammys people that are up and coming really again just reiterating that people should be pushing their art, pushing their music, getting their dreams out there, trying new things. And I find just like with this podcast, you know, listening to people tell their stories, it helps to inspire and motivate. And, and there's really never enough of that, I think, within the space. Sometimes it can become a little saccharine sweet. So I try not to be on that side of things. We're very realistic, very tactical, very tangible in that way. And then I have my radio show on 885, uh, the SoCal Sound in LA, but it can be listened to the archive. We're just about to go over our 100th show next month. So there's plenty of archives to, to choose from Saturday night, 10 p.m. locally, but streaming worldwide. And that's super exciting because I get to play an hour's worth of some of the best funk, soul, jazz, blues, groove-oriented music. So really taking people, sometimes we'll play a few mainstream things, but we really try to be more on the B-sides, more on the deeper cuts, uh, really giving people kind of a, a musical history and uh, just showing them really great artists that may not be at the main stage, but uh, I think people should know. There you go. There you go. Well, this has been fun to have you on the show, Cliff. We really appreciate it. Give us your .com so we can find you on the interwebs, please. Yes. Uh, so you can find me at cliffpeacemusic.com, californiasoulmusic.com, sidehouseonflow.net, and the socalsound.org. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much for coming on once again. I love your sign in the back. It says, God made me funky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Well, continue to success, my friend. Thanks, my honest, for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, youtube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, and all those places on the interwebs uh, that you may find us. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time.